Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota Implements. Chrome, Great Plains, implementing a great partnership. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are building Australia. I'll tell you what, I've got a very red face at the moment, which is hard, as you boys know, that for me to have a red face. Because, look, we had this teed up about half an hour ago to get Barry Ryan on the show. Calling, calling, and I couldn't get through. Messaging, you're sending some very bad messages. I was not sending very bad (laughs) messages, just quietly. (laughs) And it turns out, Stephen, I was texting the wrong number. So so please welcome to the driver's seat with ours, well, my sincerest apologies, the one and only Barry Ryan. (laughs) G'day, Baz. Hey, what's going on? (laughs) <laughs> well, apparently there's plenty going on on Nims's phone. Uh, <laughs> not the being able to... is he dragged, he dragged me away from the couch while watching Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, mate, obviously um, we're here to talk about uh, the weekend. and um, Unless you do want to do a maths recap. Yeah, <laughs> unless we do want to do a bit of a maths thing, because uh, <laughs> I'm sure my wife's no. probably watching it in Brisbane as well on the Gold Coast, so... <laughs> Um, but um, moving forward, mate, like it's uh, been a, a bit of a tough ride for you at some Bathurst, isn't it? Like you seem to be doing these overnight, full overnight rebuilds way, way too often. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was just keeps us in practice, I guess. We're just <laughs> um, doing doing all nighters and having like ten minutes sleep is is something we're getting used to. Very <laughs> um, so on. Yeah, it's a challenge, and I and I, I wonder if this year, given your comments of, of when Will went in, you know, we saw twelve months ago with with uh, Anton in the wall that you were a bit a bit hazy on him for doing the turn eight <laughs> Biff, and then uh, with Will this year, we said, you know, he was having a go. That's what you, you we want from the young fella to have a go. Um, yeah. Do you do you think? And I love that attitude, but do you think moving forward that? Uh, that the, the Kostecki boy and uh, and Will might be a bit trophy or the trees. Do you slow them down or do you? What do you do in that situation? Nah, definitely not going to slow them down. I just I just want them to go out there and drive as fast as they can. And you know, if they end up skipping off the road every now and again, and hopefully there's less stuff to hit at most tracks than Bathurst. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You know, at, at the time, Will was third fastest, and you know, he was still doing purple sectors or green sectors, and I'm never going to tell a driver to slow down as much as people think you should. Um, now, we've employed them as professional race car drivers, so I'm not going to treat them like kids and tell them to, um, you know, back off a bit. It's just not going to make them better. Yeah, 100%. And also Brody making his first top 10 shootout on Saturday, mate, which was just 
fantastic. Um, obviously, just finishing outside the 10 in P11 yeah. in race one. But um, that's got to be. I mean, you know, he hasn't done – he's done miles, obviously, with you guys. But he hasn't done the miles of a lot of these other guys that have done uh, over the years. And, and for him to do that straight up, um, I mean, I know and you know and quite a few others know how talented he is. But for him to get yeah. in and do that straight up, I mean, you've got to be happy. That's That's a pretty good debut, if you ask me. No, it was just yeah, massively pr- impressive. And like you said, Brody's actually done a lot more than people know. And like he did one year over in America where he had 27 feature wins in a year. Like you don't do that if you can't steer a car. So yeah. the biggest disappointment with Saturday was that we didn't deliver the pit stop he needed on Saturday. And realistically, he should have popped out just behind Slade. And we know what happened to Slade. So yeah. you know, fourth or fifth went big- begging there. And um, he could have genuinely got a... You know, top five, top six result. And if if we didn't stuff up the pit stop, um, Barry, I may be holding a hand grenade that I'm about to pull the pin on, and I'm not entirely <laughs> too sure. But I I, I want to roll, I want to roll back over the off season and the end of 2020 because it's a question, and a, and I noticed over the coverage it didn't get asked a lot over the weekend. But um, there's been a lot of comment in various media about what has happened to your team through the end of 2020. We've seen sponsors go, engineers go, both drivers go. And there is a perception out there that Erebus is a bit of a, has been and is now a bit of a basket case. Um, (laughs) I want to hear from you straight from the horse's mouth why it isn't and uh, after the performance on the weekend, why moving forward into 2021, all that talk of 2020 should just go away. Yeah, well, you know, up till this point where our drivers have left and, you know, a couple of engineers, we've had real st- stable crew. Like, we haven't had anyone leave for, you know, four years. So, you know, the more I looked at it on the weekend and the more I, you know, the weekend was so good. Like the crew we've got now and the engineers and the drivers, it's it's refreshing. And the last two years I haven't actually really enjoyed because there's probably some decisions... I needed to make two years ago, but I didn't make trying to keep the team stable. And you learn, you live and learn by it. But, you know, Anton, we sort of, everybody knew he was going to go. Um, Dave, yeah, I I can't say too much, but Dave just didn't really have a good 2020. It was a tough year for everyone. And you got to remember, and people forget it was a, it was a pandemic. We were on the road for 105 days and, the way we had to work was totally different um, between races than what we normally would. And I had to be probably a bigger um, bigger boss than I've been the whole time I've been in the sport. And um, probably giving Dave a bit more discipline than, he, than he'd normally get because we usually just let him roam free because that's, that's the way Dave needs to be. And he couldn't. He couldn't last year. So we butted heads a couple of times and, you know, he... He doesn't um, handle confrontation real well, and we um, it just got to a point where he didn't want to deal with me, and I didn't really want to deal with him. And you know, it's just he wanted to go another way, and we just decided that it's best that if he doesn't want to be here, we just let him go, and we just mutually agreed to to part ways. So it's disappointing. Like Betty said on the weekend, we've never really got an adult reason why Dave's left. We we don't know exactly why he's left but um yeah you know i want to forget that chapter and you know we had a great time with dave and we won bathurst and nearly won it twice and 
you know, I've still got to have respect for the guy, and um, it's just a shame that it all happened. And you know, as it is these days, engineers go with drivers, so Alistair was always going to go, and then you know, Penwright went, and that was just, I guess me not throwing anyone under the bus and other people throwing me under the bus that probably gave Penrod a bad taste and decided they wanted to follow Dave. So, you know, shit happens. It's it's a business. Nothing I can do about it now. We'll just move on and, um, you know, call it a rebuild, call it what you want, but we're pretty happy with where we are engineering-wise, team-wise, driver-wise. So um, probably rambled on enough, but I hope that makes a bit of sense. Well, Barry, just talking about 2020 now, uh, full disclosure here. So I'm a paid-up Erebus member, and i got to say, 2020 was difficult for a lot of people, especially here in Melbourne. So to have you guys on the road, the thing that I really appreciated, you guys, because uh, there's a lot of member benefits that we get, like there's a Facebook group and whatnot. You guys were keeping us yeah. all in the loop and stuff like that. So what the perception might have been that, you know, oh, the, the team's falling apart – that group of fans was still always there. We were always still supporting it. We still got our membership packs. We were still following. And, yeah, there was a couple of maybe cracks here and there. But like you sort of said, mm. there, there was a lot of good that was also happening in that team in 2020. Yeah, I think people probably had so much focus on Car 9 and Dave's results that they forgot that nearly every session in 2020, Anton was top five to top ten. You know, he got a couple of podiums, won a race. Um, yeah, he, he was up there. Yeah, he finished eighth in the championship in the end. That was with a DNF at the first race in Adelaide. So he's the car 99 side of the garage were really kicking goals. And, you know, car 9 side of the garage was just... There was no energy on that side of the garage. And um, it was something I couldn't fix. And, you know, I hate not being able to fix things. So... Sometimes to fix things, things are going to change. So mm. that's what happened. Well, as we know, mate, the uh, everyone seems to focus on the bad. No one ever focuses on the yeah. good, especially media. And, um, yeah. you know, so the bad stuff is always the stuff that gets the headlines. So that's what they yeah. run with. But, um, but Well, Steve, uh, just go through, go through Anton's stats there because they're in front of you. And when you do look at the Car 99 side, yep. you got three podiums. 17 out of 27 top 10s, yep. a P1 uh, where he won at Hidden Valley. Uh, so you can't say that it was a bad year all up. No, no absolutely no, it was not. A, good, yeah. It was a, it was most, a very most, it was a, a lot of teams down pit lane would kill to have a year like that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But also, you know, we were just touching before, Barry, on you guys moving forward and you're happy with... Um, what you've got now in in the way of team and personnel and engineering and, and drivers. Um, obviously, Will, we know we've spoken a lot about Will, you know, reigning TCR champion. He's won a lot of races, Toyota 86 series. Um, the dude's a little freak. But also, um, guys, personally, that I know from behind the scenes, like your engineering group, like George Commons, he was my engineer uh, for quite a number of years at DJR. I know how good George is. George is and he's come from yeah. uh, Kelly Racing as well. So, um, you know... I, I really rate George, and I really uh, was very happy to see what he was doing within your organisation there with Brody, and working with Brody being such a smart, uh, very clever uh, head, not only just driving, but but with with mechanical stuff and everything. I think they're going to really work phenomenal together. Yeah, well, they already are. I've already got a massive respect for George. He's such a good, genuine person, and. Mm. The biggest thing, of, you know, from the weekend is that 
we've got two drivers that actually want to help each other. They want to they want to get better by helping each other. We've got we've got two or an engineering group now that there's, there's no individuals in it. They actually all want to make the team better, which we have been missing for a while. And that's not throwing anyone under the bus. It's just it hasn't been that environment and. As a leader, I haven't managed that good enough, and I'll, I'll put my hand up with that. But I'll learn by it, and next time I, I won't be waiting two years to to change things if it's getting out of hand. So, you know, George and young Tom, Tommy's now engineer at Wheels Car. He's doing an awesome job. He's just—it's like we've let the reins go, and he's—he's he's just flourished. And um, with with George's support, because Tom yeah. still needs a bit more experience, but. George has got that experience and he, he's more than willing to help Tom learn, which is fantastic. Well, Barry, look, uh, first off, uh, thanks for hanging around uh, for us to get in touch with you here on the driver's seat. But uh, let's look ahead. This is the last year where you're going to be in the Commodores. You've got uh, Gen 3 just on the horizon. Will Erebus be sticking yeah. with uh, the General or will you be maybe moving into some different machinery come uh, Gen 3? Well, at this stage, I think um, we'll stay with GM. There's no reason to really change. And um, we spoke with some GM guys on the weekend. It sounds like they've got a, a plan, which is good. Um, Betty is probably more a GM person than a Ford person. And Betty does a lot of or so, a lot of these style things on emotion. As much as she's a businesswoman, she does some of those things because that's what she wants to do. So, yeah, I think you'll see us in GM hardware and a Camaro. Well, we look forward to that one. Uh, just quickly, too, before we let you go, I'd be remiss if I don't mention some other good news that uh, came out of the Erebus Garage, but you've locked in your co-drivers for, 2020, uh, for 2021 for the Bathurst 1000. We've got David Russell yep. and Jack Perkins coming on board. Now, these are some pretty good dynamite. solid driver lineup. Yeah, a stellar lineup there. So this must fill the team with a lot of confidence as well. Yeah, well, that's what we wanted. We wanted Brody and Will to just, know that the car's going to come back. You know, there's there's other good young guys out there that we could have chucked in the car, like young Jalen debuted on the weekend in Super 2, and he was really, really good. But we didn't really want to chuck an 18-year-old in with two essential rookies and, you know, have another risk. So Jack I've known since 2003 when I started at Larry's. Um, we got on, like, house on fire. Um Davey Russell, I've known, I think, uh, sort of helped him get his first co-drive back in the Cali days. and He's, he's a, a massive talent and probably hasn't been recognised for how fast he actually is. And the, the test day the other week, he showed us again straight away how fast he is. So, And just just a good bloke. They're both good blokes. So we're going to have a bit of fun with them and they're going to bring the car back in one piece and hopefully give us a shot at winning the race. I still reckon I would have been a better fit for Brody. I'm his size. <laughs> <laughs> you are a dead set idiot, Johnson. Um, Barry, we're, we're going to let you go, but I just, from my point of view, um, yeah. I loved your answers. When you're on TV, you don't get the opportunity sometimes to be able to, to tell as much truth as you, as you possibly can. And yeah. uh, I think those answers put to bed the question of where Erebus is at. I think the results over the weekend put to bed where Erebus is at. And we look forward with excitement to, to what the two boys are going to do. So well done for, for copying a hard question, but then giving an, <laughs> an honest answer and taking a bit of heat on yourself, saying that you didn't do it as well as you possibly could have. I think that's in our game, which is so full of bullish mm. that an answer like that 
where you just say, I didn't manage it as well as I could. Dave didn't want to be here. So what do you do? We move on and we look forward. And I think that that great answers and that should close the, uh, close the door on any discussion from 2020. Yeah. Thanks mate. And um, appreciate that you're on board as an Erebus member. And um, yeah, we've got a really good solid group of members and fans and our fan group's growing. So you know, it's good, and a lot of people, have, I think, start to follow Betty now more than the drivers, <laughs> and it's um, yeah, it's, it's really positive, and I can't wait to get the year going. Like, Sandown's going to be a really good one for Brodie and Will, personally, as drivers. There's a lot less pressure than Bathurst, and, and our cars have always been fast there, so, yeah, roll on. Yeah, a lot of people seem to forget that, uh, you know, in 2019, you guys were the leading Holden team for a good chunk of the year. And uh, and considering the fact in the first two years off era was switching to Commodores, you did get a Bathurst and we're very close to getting another one. But uh, look, as Steve yeah. said, the the bad seems to float up to the top rather than the good, doesn't it? But uh, Baz, look, again, we really appreciate you. First off, hanging around for this long to jump on board the show. Please apologise to Shannon. She did give me the right number. I just wrote it down wrong. <laughs> well, I, I just actually like to know what the guy thinks, that you've, who you've been texting all night and oh, reading all night. That's what I want to find out. Oh, I'll tell you what, he's going he's gonna to be thinking. This is one of the, the few times where a Sri Lankan man has dialed the number incorrectly. So, but... Uh, <laughs> But, Baz, we'll let you go, mate. Uh, thanks for being on the driver's seat, and uh, hopefully we'll see you in pit lane and Sandown. Yeah, thanks, guys. Anytime. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.